Hey guys, welcome back to Off Script. I'm Brendan. <laughs> I'm Connor. <laughs> and we are now messing. All right, guys, we just finished watching WandaVision. Uh, right, instant thoughts, Brendan. Uh, my instant thoughts are what a great start to the MCU on Disney Plus. What a great start. I mean, just from start to finish was just a, such a fantastic show. Uh, it really was. Um, and it was very unique, I think, from anything Marvel's done before. Uh, and we'll talk about that, I'm sure. But, yeah, I mean, I loved it. I I absolutely was so invested in the show. <laughs> and, I mean, if any of the shows are anything like this, I think we're in for a real treat. Yeah, if we can turn two characters who are uh, as minor and insignificant, quite frankly, to the entire MCU into two characters I really care about and like going forward, uh, I mean, that... That's as good as you can get from these shows. I mean, MC, MCU, sorry, Disney Plus dominated the past, what, three months so far? Five months? or Right? Whenever Mandalorian came out, I mean, just they've crushed it. Yeah. So well done. Thanks, Disney Plus, for keeping us entertained while we're stuck at home. So Shout out hashtag to safer together. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys haven't seen enough commercials about wearing masks, then yeah, watch MCU stuff. They don't on that um but anyway with that being said uh i do want to i guess we'll just kind of jump in so i want to plug uh our other podcast we kind of highlighted some of this stuff previously but i know at the end we're going to mention it slightly i do want to remind everybody uh falcon winter soldier comes out in two weeks so disney just i mean we're we're rolling we are yeah and we're rolling the gas pedal has been pushed yeah loki (laughs) i saw is coming out in like june Mm -hmm. it was actually pushed back it's supposed to come out in may but it got pushed back it's a month. Crazy man! So, so just yeah. like, cool. Let's does that mean, by the way? Th- does that mean, by the way, they are going to release Black Widow on Disney Plus? Ooh, they might. Brendan just thought. Thinking ahead. I that. <laughs> uh, and then at the same time, actually, next week we're going to do something fun. We're doing a uh, Batman v Superman rewatch. I'm so pumped. So I love this. This is a bad. This is a good or a bad good movie, right? Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> it's a, yeah. it's just a bad movie that I like to watch. Um, and we're going to rewatch it, but we're going to watch Director's Cut, which is oh, slightly yes. better. So the Ultimate everyone, Edition, uh, Zack Snyder in all of his glory. I think, was it three hours long? Something like that? I think it, yeah, it's three hours long. Yeah, Heck long. yeah, dude. It's like yeah. the Lord of the Rings yeah, Ultimate so. Edition. Well, it. Yeah, but not the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> no, definitely not. It's like 12 hours. <laughs> with that being said, we uh, we're, the reason we're doing this is because... Next week as well, so a week, two weeks from now, Justice League is coming out, the Snyder Cut, which is apparently, according to Brandon, what, 80% new footage? Yeah, something like that. I think they said it was like 70 to 80% of it was if new footage. Tra- if you look at the trailer, I mean, it's it's insane new footage. So, yeah, that's anyway, – anyway, we just want to plug that right here up front because uh, we do have a ton of content coming out. We're pretty stoked about it. So, anyway. Brennan, let's. Uh, I mean, I'm ready to kind of jump in, and actually tackle all of Wandavision and all its glory, quite frankly, and why it should I, be I've... nominated for every Emmy next year. <laughs> Look, I think there's so much to talk about, so I'm not going to waste any time. Let's get into it. Cool. All right, Connor. So we kind of skipped over episodes seven and eight. We didn't do individual episodes on those. So, uh,. Yeah, those happened <laughs> before, even before the finale happened. Those episodes happened. I just like to get your quick thoughts on like just a couple of highlights from those two episodes. I think the especially episode eight were like really important actually to the ending of the finale. Um, yeah. What do you think about that? 
Yeah, it's uh, all right. So we're going to kind of break today up into phases. So phase one, phase two, phase three, kind of like Marvel does. Phase one is really going to be us focusing on seven, eight, and nine as just individual episodes. So Brendan, with that being said, seven, seven was a lot of filler. Um, you, you need some of these episodes occasionally. I remember it was supposed to be a modern family spin and it didn't really do a lot for me. I don't watch modern family. I never have. So. Yeah. You're, but like, it's like mockumentary, but it just, it wasn't, I think at that point we we're kind of waiting for something real to happen. Uh, but the episode ended, I think with, with, with a big cliffhanger for us, uh, captain, uh, Captain Marvel Jr. I'm, I'm just kidding. But what's her name, Brendan? Uh, Monica. Photon? Monica. Monica. But isn't her superhero name Photon? Uh, potentially. Uh, potentially. Okay, fair enough. So yeah. Monica. Monica gets powers, which is kind of cool. Um, and, and I did like that. That was that was neat. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of the highlights of episode seven. Episode eight now. We'll dive in briefly. But very cool. I love kind of the backstory and stuff. Uh, yeah. Um, I thought it was awesome. I That's my favorite episode of the show. Um, and a lot of people were like, didn't really like it that much because they thought it was just all exposition, nothing, you know, like it wasn't as like action, there wasn't an action or like there wasn't any mystery. It was kind of just like a re like hitting rewind, <laughs> but I actually thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was an awesome episode. So at the end of episode seven, we find out that Agatha is behind everything and that she's been kind of pulling the strings of this whole yeah. ordeal. Um, and then episode eight is really just a, I mean, it's just a Wanda backstory. Like literally. Um, yeah. It was, and, it, and it's a great backstory though. Like it is very really well cool. done. Um, it really so, connected the dots for like so many of the things that were happening in the first six episodes. Um, they are like a lot of uh, answers I think were given in that episode. Um, I think the big one, if you guys remember episode one, I think it was with the commercial with the Stark Industries toaster. When they go in episode eight, when they flash back to her childhood, where the bomb is in her house, it is also Stark Industries, and it's also beeping with that red light. And every, everyone's just looking around like really awkwardly at each other. Direct reference to that. So I like that was really cool. Like if you were had been watching the show week by week, seeing that. Uh, that kind of tie together was really cool. So that was just one of the moments um, for episode eight that I really liked. I didn't even think about that. So thank you. That's yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. A little Marvel uh, so magic did, right there. That was actually, that's a, that's actually really cool. That's, and then, um, so after episode, after episode eight, I really wanted to go back and watch the first five or six. So now looking back at the commercials, right, we got this, the watch, mm-hmm. right? The, and the Stroker, right? Uh, Baron mm-hmm. Von uh, Strucker, Strucker, I think, yeah. watch. Strucker. We had the one where it's like the magic, where it's bringing the person back, right? It's the like the yogurt guy mm-hmm. um, where like magic did this. And then so I, – and then I can't remember the – I can't remember the other two off the top of my head, the 70s and the uh, 80s one. But um, – I think one, oh, one of them was the – one of the most straightforward ones was the paper towel one, the Lagos paper towels, which was just the um, – it's a. It's just a reference to Civil War, with the oh, yeah, the yeah. city they were in where she blows up the building, um, and the other one I think was the like spiff on like the where she, the woman in the bathtub. I can't remember exactly what they're advertising in that one. I know the, um, the newest one was the Prussian actually. Yeah, it was like the two thousands one. So actually, you realize like, oh, it's her tr- like sad that he's he's dead. Yeah, um, she's dealing with grief. Mm-hmm. If you or a loved one yeah. has suffered from depression, yeah. 
Yeah, it was kind of like, uh, that's Marvel, right? Anyway, uh, so <laughs> fast forward, though, episode uh, eight ends. We find out she's actually the her comic book name's Scarlet Witch. So uh, we'll, we'll talk about that more. Well, let's talk about that more in a bit. Uh, Brendan, episode nine, though, I kind of want us to tackle that for me. Um, episode nine. Very cool. We got we got our Marvel action. We got our, yeah. our action sequences. Exactly. Uh, Darcy does disappear, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Yeah, we will. I'm sure. Like, because it's pretty quick. And then let's talk what we do like, because it's a lot, a lot of stuff. So, you cool with that? Yeah, sounds good. All right. So, don't like. Uh, I'm gonna start one. Um, one of my don't likes is uh, I didn't like the end for director Hayward. Hayward. I'm not kidding. I was gonna say Tompkins. That's how like you know. That's how memorable <laughs> that name is. Uh, yeah. So director Hayward just uh, didn't like that ending for him. Didn't like the guy just trying to shoot and murder kids was weird. Is weird. Yeah, that was, was weird uh, that was interesting. Um, <laughs> I don't really understand what his motive was. Like he just had some trauma from the snap. I think that was like the majority of his backstory. I don't really know what was going on. I think that they're summing up with him. I I think that they're he's going to show up again um, somehow. Yeah. But yeah, I don't. I I agree with you. Um, wasn't a huge fan of that. Um, not, not a good, yeah. Yeah, not, not great. Uh, yeah, one thing I wasn't crazy about was, what was I crazy about? Yeah, I think, yeah, Darcy just kind of disappearing. Weird. Was a little strange. Like, I at least would like to get a little bit of a clarification as to where she went and if I'm ever going to see her again. <laughs> Does she have powers? I mean, because that's how yeah, like, Monica goes in and gets powers. Exactly. Like, I don't know what's going on with that. Um, uh, that's kind of – and then that's kind of everything I don't like actually. Seriously, that's – so stuff we liked. Uh, action on the whole, awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah, um, a- action was great. Let's tie in. I want to kind of tie in Wanda's backstory. I love the backstory where she watches TV. She turns the Brady Bunch on, and then that's where we see the inspiration for her kind of TV show and what she's doing, right? But mm-hmm. uh, I love in the backstory, the Mind Stone, is that it kind of is drawn to her immediately. Yeah. And then she ends up basically and, – and she confirms to us that the Mind Stone is in part of her. What do you think of that idea? Is that going to be in play? I don't know about that being in play later on. I don't even know if we're going to touch on that. But the Mind Stone kind of being partially in, in like Wanda's being is kind of an interesting take. And all of a sudden the Infinity Stones are back on the plate, right? Yeah. I mean just when we thought we got rid of the those damn Infinity Stones. Um, no, I think that's actually pretty cool. Like – it makes sense, right? Like she was experimenting on basically with the Mind Stone, but now it's a little more like she has a connection to it and not just she was forced to touch it. Like it's not really that. Like she like she really – and I, I love the part where they're looking back at the footage when she kind of touches it. Um, it. There's like nothing in between. Like she just is there and then she's on the floor. Like, I don't really, like, that is a really interesting thing they didn't really explain. Um, and her brother I, I, surviving, you would think, is just him kind of trying to protect her, right? Right. Yeah, that was that was interesting, too. Um, yeah, I, I really like that. I think it, like, it adds definitely to the literal, like, physical connection that she has with Vision in the end. Um, yes. And it also explains when they get to the end of these kind of flashbacks where Agatha is trying to, you know, figure out how she gets her powers or how she created this 
when she's creating vision, that really is like, it kind of helps make that a little bit more legit. Like she literally is, she has the, her, not only her abilities that she gained from the mind stone, her magic, but she has like literally part of the mind stone is inside of her. So she has this ability to basically create vision again, which is like kind of crazy. Um, so that those two in combination with each other. Um, and that actually leads into the, the really cool cliffhanger at the end of episode eight, which is that vision's body is, um, is still like, they're actually still using his body, which is really cool. Which interesting. So there's a lot of theories on the internet and I'll just say them because it's over now. Who cares? Yeah. People thought that they actually used Ultron as they used Ultron's, um, create like the the nervous system or what, you know what I mean? Like the Ultron programming into vision's body. To make him more focused because they mm. want a weapon. Didn't happen, but yeah. I like that. Internet, well yeah. done. Well played. That was a, that's a good theory. I feel like we good need thing. to have a tribute at the end of this episode for the theories that didn't come true. Like a, like a in memoriam yeah. <laughs> I montage. Yeah. <laughs> and between phase Sorry, two guys. and three. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. Uh, but with that being said, though, I mean, same time, man. Like, it just... It's so cool that we kind of have these different ideas, and they kind of threw them all to the side. Uh, with that, with with Agatha uh, in particular, when we get her early on as a witch, Agatha's character now kind of an interesting play, right? She's hanging around. She's basically going to be trapped in Westview by yeah. Wanda, <laughs> and and she says, "I'm going to make you the nosy neighbor." So basically, Wanda can always go to her with information. Yeah. So now she's just an informant, which is kind of cool mm-hmm. for her. She's still around, though, after Wanda beats her, with, which, by the way, very cool usage of that, right? Is Wanda basically learns really quick, okay, this works, and then uses mm-hmm. the ruins to now, okay, I cast the ruins, I control the magic. Yeah, that was uh, very interesting how she learned all that very quickly. <laughs> I th- I thought it, it was it, I thought it was a really cool, like, whoa, like, almost like, not on the level of, like, Iron Man snaps but like oh we thought this was going to happen turns out it's like she pulled a fast one on her um i thought that was that was neat um can we talk for a second about her like how they're kind of adapting her character like she is much more in the mythology now than we ever thought she was like she now like now we know that because this magic book (laughs) that agatha has like she is like there's a prophecy about her she has like i think agatha at one point says you're destined to destroy the world it's very dark phoenixy isn't it it is i mean that is very much what i was thinking of i was thinking of like dark phoenixy and loki anakin in star wars um but i mean actually i think this is i mean i very much think it is them setting up a much her like i think they're trying to give her a much more uh like mythology based background so that when she shows up in doctor strange 2 which we will talk about she is much more feels like i don't know she's not like at home in the movie but she feels like she's there for a purpose right like yes you know it, i think it just makes more sense for her to be in doctor strange 2 now that we know that she is just kind of they like this did you catch what thing. agatha said she said, you're supposed to be more powerful than Sorcerer Supreme. I did hear that. So that, clearly there are going to be uses Strange, for her. Right? Yeah. yeah. Clearly so Dr. Maybe, Strange would want to team up with someone who is stronger than him. Definitely. Definitely. And maybe yeah. they fight a little bit. We'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll 
So yeah, we're about to watch Batman vs Superman. So <laughs> we know all about possible, that, man. Yes, Jesus. Uh, but uh, let's kind of so phase one to kind of complete it because uh, we want to. Phase one is just a brief discussion of kind of our thoughts on the uh, episodes themselves. Uh, I guess how do, on the whole, I think it was an excellent show. I. I guess maybe let's move on to phase two because phase two is more of our, our overall reactions to the show. So let's just move on to that. Um, mm-hmm. Before we touch on the whole show, uh, I want to ask you about Sword. Um, maybe not going forward. Did Sword do enough for you in this show? Um, I I think Sword is a potentially very interesting. It's not like. I don't think they're going to do the same, you know, Hydra shield thing that they did in the original Infinity Saga. But I like I think that they have a this potential to kind of be like some connective tissue between all these different places. Because I was thinking the other day, like Marvel's really just going for stories in phase four. They really are like they're just going for they're not really going for as much of the interconnectedness as much as they are just we're going to do good. It seems like they're, we're going to do good stories that all happen in different places and then find a way to tie them all together in the end, which is kind of a little different than what they did in the Infinity Saga, right? There was very much a plan. Everything was, I, I'm not saying they don't have a plan for, for phase four, but like everything was very much like logically flowing. Like, okay, we're just giving all the characters origin stories. So we can do Avengers, you know, all this stuff, Civil War. Um, but I think that now, I mean, now that the MCU is so big, Sword, I mean, especially if Nick Fury is, like, really as behind as we think he's going to be, like, it's got to be important for, you know, kind of bringing together all these different characters and different uh, things that are happening. I like that, yeah. I, I, I will say it's kind of interesting that they brought up Fury in this, isn't it? Yeah. Because, um, I mean, he's, he's, he's obviously a very big part of all the whole show and kind of everything moving forward. So mm-hmm. kind of an interesting uh, interesting discussion point. So yeah, uh, with with sword for me, I was a, a bit underwhelmed. If I'm being honest, they just kind of felt like a generic bad guy. Um, yeah, I I agree with that. I think in this show they were supposed to be like that. Now there's a chance in Falcon Winter Soldier because we talked that was supposed to be the first show out. Yeah, there's a chance. I do think we'll see sword again. I do think that sword will show up again. Because I think it, actually that. I think Falcon and Winter Soldier will be a little more of – I think uh, – I wouldn't be surprised if Thunderbolt Ross shows up in the show. And I wouldn't be surprised if it's very much is like a more of a government thing as opposed to S.W.O.R.D. Like because the government – I think one of the big plots they're going to get into in Falcon and Winter Soldier is, okay, so who owns Captain America? Who owns the shield? Who owns the like rights to the character almost? Um, so – that that could be interesting. So it'd be interesting they to see. Could say I, technically, it's U.S. property, right? I, I think that'll be a big plot point in the show. Um, but I do think Sword will show up again. It might not be as big as it was in Wandavision, but I do think that it will be a little more focused as opposed to just kind of being there to be a villain. Um, but so okay. we will we'll, we will see what happens with that because there is a good part of Sword because since Nick Fury is involved. There is a good part of Sword. It's not all bad. It's not Hydra, right? So, um, I think we will see Sword again, and it, it'll it'll probably be really great uh, in some of the upcoming stuff. Very cool. I like that. All right, 
Uh, let's get on to, I guess, more pressing matters. Uh, WandaVision as it show in its entirety. I kind of want to discuss the end, really. Um, she ends up saving the day. We end up beating Agatha. She does the ruin trick. Very cool. Mm-hmm. What a great way, I think, to end the show. Um, it was surprisingly emotional. It had a lot of heart. And once again, for two characters that before the show, I mean, I, I wasn't interested in this show. I, I wasn't. I mean, we were talking about doing episodes every week, and I was like, yeah, whatever. And then it's the one darn show I say that to that I think we should have done an episode every week. It's just, it was fascinating. Tons of plot details. You're like, what the hell's going on? Mm-hmm. But with that being said, Brendan, uh, personally, this has been one of my favorite Marvel, sh- not Marvel show, but Marvel uh, piece of content because it really dove deep on the idea of one grief, which is a fascinating concept in general. Right, and I'm not even going to be. I don't like to be this guy, but the reality is, we all are kind of grieving in some way right now. And and people, I have always heard people say like, "Well, you know, the loss of life from coronavirus." And it's like, you know, I was sitting there the other day. I coach a soccer team. By the way, we're one and zero. Got my first dub today as an assistant coach. So it's big. Yeah, I'm I'm getting drunk tonight, kids. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, but kids telling me that he's finally getting to go back to school. Right. And he's finally getting a chance for him basically over a year to go see his friends in a normal capacity. People have lost a lot over the past year. And just just their freedoms and the, the happiness that they get from different events, it's not there anymore. It's a nice show that kind of touches on with grief. You know, it's very Spider-Man-y. With great power comes great responsibility. Yeah. She has great power. She uses it. But then at the end, it's like, I made a mistake. I shouldn't have done what I did. Mm-hmm. And the yeah. citizens kind of hold that against her in their right. You know? Yeah, I that is that is a really good connection I didn't think about. Um yeah, I I I really did like the ending. It wasn't like full disclosure, it wasn't what people thought it was gonna be. No. But I don't think that that meant it wasn't as good as it could have been. I, I like I honestly think that this was a great ending. I thought it was honestly the perfect ending to the show. Like for what they've been setting up. On what they've been doing for the past seven, eight episodes. Um, I thought that was really cool how they ended this show kind of like how they end an episode of a sitcom. Is all right, they tuck the kids into bed. It's like, what, like, life lessons did we learn today, kids? Like, you know, that whole thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then it ends really with like just, it's just Wanda and Vision, and she just kind of watches them fade away again. I mean, it, it's a lot, it's, it's like really beautiful because it's a lot less violent. You know, than than the last time Vision yes. got taken away. Like it was, she was okay with it. She had accepted it. So it, and it was just a lot more of a peaceful goodbye. I think. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was really well done. And shout out to the the writers for. I mean, they could have done a little more, like you know, leading all like a Doctor Strange cameo and all this stuff. But like, I'm actually glad they didn't do that because I don't think that that's what this show's about. It really is a character driven show. I like that, and I'm with you. So I, I thought about it last night after uh, after the show ended. Would I have preferred a Doctor Strange two showing up? The multiverse needs you, right? Probably not, honestly, compared to what I got. Yeah, I think that's fair. With, with what I got, I, I think it's an excellent it's an excellent conclusion to Marvel's first show, and and it really, I think, is about closure. Right? Is we're closing the book on what we were previously. Falcon Winter Soldier is going to be the same way, right? We have to close the door on kind of what we were and now be something better, something new, something more exciting. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And, and WandaVision kind of gives us that. Uh, Marvel, I mean, just really knocked this whole show out of the park. I mean, there was very few shows I just watched. I mean, this was a show where the please stand by drove me freaking crazy. I mean, just, <laughs> you know, it was just, it was awesome. But uh, yeah, man, uh, it's great. She ends it and then she's leaving. She talks to Monica um, and then leaves kind of in her new kick, great outfit. I told Ashley all night. I'm like, gosh, I'm like, why don't you dress like that for Halloween, you know? <laughs> and she was just exactly. like, not having any of it. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> but with that being said, it's it's this ending where she now is going to do what she needs to do. She's leaving. She kind of goes. We find out she goes into exile. We'll talk about that more in just a second. Um, yeah, Brendan, I, I I thought it was an excellent an excellent ending, an excellent show that I will end up rewatching. They're not. A lot I of shows agree. Watch. Yeah, I was thinking like. Man, will this be like one of those things where it's like, oh, I'm not some in Marvel. Usually, I just say, oh, I'll just put freaking Thor Ragnarok on. That's my go-to one because it's so kick-ass. Yeah. But like, will I say, oh, I'll turn Wandavision on. I'll like pick one of my episodes that I like, and you know, I totally, I totally think I'll do that. Like, yeah. I mean, it was, I mean, I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, Rewatchable. And it's a show definitely. where every every we rewatch, you catch something new on there. So yeah, there's so much, and there's so much more stuff than you get in a movie uh, with this show. So that was really great. Um, no, I, I 100% agree with you, man. I very, very excellently done. I think we couldn't have had a WandaVision, not even movie, but we couldn't. You can't really make these two the main characters of something right off the bat. It's yeah. just hard. It's hard for me to buy in. And then I watch the show, and I'm like, yeah, cool. So she's going to be the number two with Doctor Strange. Very, I'm, I can accept that. So yep. Um, but yeah, I, I, show. I would give it a 10 out of 10. Uh, if, obviously, if you're listening to this, you've already seen it. But if a friend asks you, uh, should you like, should I watch it? Is I heard it's pretty good. I would definitely recommend it. I mean, Brandon, would you say the same? Oh, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, this is um, it, this is. I mean, t- talk about a a good like after Avengers Endgame, we're like, all right, this is peak, right? Like, they're not. It's nothing is going to get better than this. I mean, not not WandaVision is not better than Avengers Endgame. <laughs> like that movie is probably unparalleled, and will probably never be recreated. But this is a really really good first like thing after Endgame to like have this a hit right off the bat. Dang, like that's really impressive. So, yep. shout out to Marvel, killing yeah, Marvel, it. Marvel, uh, great job. And then, I mean, more importantly, like they, they, we, we can cross genres. So let's go to Phase Three now. Okay, <laughs> Phase Three. We're about to get in the end game, Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but for our Phase Three here, Marvel now has a. They they don't have to make a decision. You know, I, I was kind of freaking out. Like, oh god, what they what are they gonna do? They have a decision to make. They actually don't. They now have created a show. That is really about all these other shows, which is kind of awesome. But it, it really is a show that defines itself. It's it's unique beyond anything we've ever seen on television before, while meshing with that same kind of MCU style we've been used to. Uh, what do you think about the future, not legacy of the show, because I don't like, you know, that's a tough word to kind of use. But uh, what do you think about the, the show's ability to, I think, adapt and kind of create something different? I, I mean, I think that... This will be remembered as one of the most unique things Marvel's ever done. I don't know if it's going to get more unique than WandaVision. Like, more specific. Like, hey, like here's the pitch for the show. We're doing a sitcom. <laughs> like, what? Like, a sitcom with an android and a wizard, basically. Like, that's weird. I love it. Like, <laughs> like I don't think it'll ever get weirder and somehow like more heartwarming than it was like it was so great um 
and I don't think that there's going to be something as unique. There might be something more as more ambitious than this, for mm-hmm. sure. But I don't think that there will be something as unique. I, I, I genuinely don't. Something another show that there will be as unique as Wandavision. It was so cool. It was uh, with the the next kind of phase of. Marvel, where they are trying to figure out what do we do without Iron Man, and they have a plan, of course. Uh, we wish, hey guys, if you guys are looking to hire people to help, we would love to be on that on that checklist. <laughs> so give me a call. But with the next phase, it is a big question mark, right? Uh, it really is the first, and, and you feel it. They address it. They address it in Far From Home. It's Tony Stark's not here. What do we do? They address it in Wandavision, right? Is a well, Vision's gone? What do I do? Mm-hmm. I got a feeling we're just gonna. And I think that's how you you acknowledge the past, yep. and then you have to move forward. And uh, hey, Connor, Wanda- guess what the next show is? Where's Captain America? What do I do? <laughs> uh, yeah, like, and, and we, see a little, we see a little theme here. Uh, but then I think Thor: Love and Thunder is going to change the game for us. So. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that'll be that'll be a good time when we get around. Yeah, to that. That'll, be, that'll be a good time. <laughs> uh, Brendan, let's kind of move on to big picture planning. All right, so we've got introduced a sword. We've got some scroll activity. Let's start there with the very first mid credit scene. Brendan, you love this stuff, I know. You are a scroll. I'm so – I mean, I'm not really like a scroll guy, but I'm – actually, the thing I'm most excited for and I think has the most potential in Phase 4, outside of the multiverse, that is a given. I think that's what everyone's excited about, clearly. That's, <laughs> but that's the Secret Invasion, when they announced Secret Invasion, I was so pumped. Because that's what I hoped the Captain Marvel movie was, and it kind of flarped on me, if I'm being honest. Secret Invasion, if you haven't read the comic book story, it's one of the coolest comic books. It is basically, um, so the scrolls are obviously shapeshifters. Basically, they just start to, like, impersonate Avengers. It is, I mean, it is really cool. Um, and, like, as the end unfolds, you get to find out, like, who's a scroll and who isn't. Um, and I think... Like once they get to that in Marvel and they set up the idea of evil scrolls, which we didn't really get to see in Captain Marvel. Once they set up that concept of there being like scrolls who aren't as nice as <laughs> as Talos or don't want to cooperate. Once we get to that, I think that'll be I mean really cool. Um, and and that's on Disney Plus, so they're really setting this up as kind of a Disney Plus thing. And Captain Marvel too, we'll have to see what happens with that. But uh, we got a direct like Nick Fury, not a name drop, but like I mean. Basically, he might as well have just said Nick Fury. The only other person I think it could have been was maybe uh, Captain Marvel. Right. I'm actually glad yeah. they didn't do that. Um, just kept all the movie stuff out of the show. Like, just yeah. let it do it. You know, even the post credits. Like, it was a cool touch to have one of the people be a scroll. I think that was interesting. Oh, yeah. Um, and potentially, I mean, I said it before. I think I said it before. My my conspiracy theory is that Hayward is a scroll, But we won't go there. We won't go there yet. It's okay. It's, it's good. I like that. It's good there. All right. So I'll ask you the next question. Uh, is there going to be a reference to any more philosophers in any future Marvel movies? I'm, I'm going to set the bar at 0.5 over or under in the next um, five Marvel, ten Marvel movies. The most next ten? You know, actually, I think that there's a decent chance for them to reference that in Doctor Strange too. So it's something related to a philosopher. Okay. Um, so right. I'm going to go. They're going to do at least one time. At least one more time. Okay. Yeah, so we didn't yeah, the ship of Theseus reference. That was uh that was quite Bold. the name drop. <laughs> Bold, man. Yeah. I was like, wow, I feel like I'm freaking twenty taking a philosophy class and have no exactly. clue what the hell's going on. So uh yeah, so 
with my, my with that transition there, uh, white vision. We what do we call them? What what'd you call them? Uh, um, I don't know if that should be repeated on here. <laughs> but no, it was yeah. something. One of them was fine. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I, I called them. <laughs> I, I called them something very inappropriate yesterday, so I, I can't say that on here. Uh, definitely, but uh, basically the. <laughs> Um, what I gotta find something. I gotta find something to call him here. We'll call him Snow, the Snowman Vision here. <laughs> that's good. You know, yeah, yeah. Frosty he, uh, the Snowman. Frosty that? Snowman. Yeah, that's a good. One. Yeah, <laughs> he he goes in. Uh, he's he's gone. He leaves. I thought at the the last credit scene we were gonna get was gonna be him, kind of in isolation, and it's not. And that's okay. But mm-hmm. where is he? What is he going to yeah. do? What's his future? Do you think he's going to be – obviously, he's going to be in future movies. Uh, but what is kind of your thoughts on the future of all white, ready to go, old school, and new school vision? Um, I thought it was very interesting what they did with that. Like it was really just like two robots have a conversation. <laughs> it's kind of like the end of Age of Ultron where Vision and Ultron have that conversation. Then they kill each other. That did not happen. Instead, like they basically like – I mean, Vision essentially gave the White Vision his, like, memories. Yeah. I think is what basically happened. I mean, uh, he basically, like, put a part of the Mind Stone in him from what I understand. Like, that part that was holding his, like, memories from Wanda. Like, so now there's basically a part of Wanda in the White Vision. Like, so, I mean, there's a lot to unpack there. But I think, I mean, I don't know where he went. But I think that's a really cool, like, unanswered question that will always be kind of in the back of our minds for 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 a little while until they talk about it. I don't know when he's going to show up again, or if he ever will. But I thought it was—I mean, it was kind of neat. I like that that part. It was it was it was one of those parts where it was like, um, Marvel, you know exactly what you're doing. Like, no one's ever really yeah. dead in Marvel, you know. Like, even Iron Man, you know, he's probably not gonna be dead forever. <laughs> I was I was talking about uh, Marvel in after last week's episode. So we found out Wanda kind of brings him back to life, like her chaos magic, they call it, where she's able to kind of create life, which is fascinating. We'll get to that in just a second. But uh, I think it's fascinating that you, Star Wars kind of takes a cheap way out, right? And I've talked about Rise of Skywalker. We've, we've just ripped that movie to shreds and we will continue <laughs> to do so for years to come. But that movie really takes a cheap way out and brings the Emperor back in a way that's – you're like, whatever. This is dumb. Marvel – this is how you know they care about stuff because they bring him back in a way where I was perfectly fine with it. And like, oh, wow. that Okay, that makes sense. Like her grief and she's got insane power that we didn't know about. Eh, cool. Go with it. Yeah. Like – that's yeah. enough. That's all it takes sometimes. Like, is oh okay, like she's been unlocked she unlocked a ton of power she didn't have before. Yeah, that I could see that. Like she can do a lot exactly. of cool magic tricks with her hands. So right. yeah. it's because Marvel does show not tell, unlike Star Wars. But you know yeah, that's neither so here nor there. <laughs> that's, but with that being said, Wanda the her powers so her being now the Scarlet Witch, let's kinda of tackle that. Looks fire. Gotta tell you what, da- Elizabeth Olsen new girl new crush. Let's go. I mean, it, I mean, I was kind of hoping they would do that costume, and I was like, "How the heck do they make this look good?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, no, that's how you do it." <laughs> it really is like, I mean, it's just a cool look. Like, it really just is a refreshed look that's gonna sell like merchandise, and it's gonna, uh, you yeah. know, people are gonna dress up like that for Halloween. It's gonna be sick. Um, so I thought that was it was a really cool uh, change they did. Um, but can we talk about the post credit scene with her real quick? 
Like, yeah, sorry, I, I'll get that. I, I want to get that, but I, I want to right before we get into that, right, yeah. bef- right before we jump in, because that's that's kind of the last. I'm just so excited, Connor. Right? I, I can't wait. It, no, it's exciting. It is. I, I do want to just say with like her, so she has a new costume, right? She's this new like super being. Uh, did you ever picture that for this character? Um, you know, I can't say that I did, um, but I feel like. Uh, they like the way she was used in the Infinity Saga was that she was kind of just like an outsider, like she wasn't like a part, fully a part of the team. She was always kind of like, you know, just Happen there. Yeah. Um, yeah. But now she very much feels like she's going to be very involved, and she's taking ownership of her abilities and just kind of embracing it, which that was a really cool way to take that character. So, um, with yeah. her being the Scarlet Witch, I thought that was it was a really cool way they introduced that name. Um, and there's just like this mythology around her now. I think is really potentially interesting to talk about oh, in a yeah. different movie. Yeah. So she's she's more powerful than most anybody on the planet. So yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. That's the, like, the way they're handling her power. Cool. I think is is a, they're doing a good job of not going crazy. I mean, this was pretty yeah. crazy that she was able to create like an <laughs> like the hex. But as long as they don't go too crazy with it, I think she'll be a really awesome So it's character. like, you know, it's like Superman and Batman versus Superman. There's something to it where, like, okay, I get it. Superman's strong, but it's like, help! And, like, he goes and saves people in Mexico after being in, like, at a Gotham yeah. art gallery. You're like... Exactly. And then they're all touching him like, oh, you're G... Like, touch him like he's Jesus. You're like, yeah, I, I, I get... I get it. Okay, that's... Yeah. I can't wait. He's like, I've been on this planet 33 years. Wink. <laughs> Just like That's my someone age. else, you may know. Yeah. Wink, wink, wink. Anyway, uh, we don't need to touch on that movie anymore. With WandaVision, though, concluding, Brendan, I'm happy. All right, so I want to now get to your favorite part. Let's get to the finale, the final post credit scene. I thought she was just, like, relaxing, going to be – I thought that we were going to get a big cameo at the end. We don't. We, in fact, get the her getting tea and simultaneously working, which I, I, don't, I don't know what the hell that is. Okay, so, like – this is the closest thing we get to a Doctor Strange cameo because, first of all, the Doctor Strange theme is playing during the scene. That's one thing. The second thing is that, I mean, she basically just learned how to use her astral form, right? Like what Doctor Strange does where he is able to separate his consciousness from his body. She basically figured out how to do that, right? Oh, so she now she's able to do two things at once, just like Doctor Strange, which is, I mean, very, is a very kind of a boss-level ability. Yeah. Like she's just learning really quickly, which I think... I mean, I'm not trying to, like, predict Doctor Strange 2, but, I mean, I'm hoping that, like, maybe she goes a little too far. Um, I can see uh, that. I see that. Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, who knows? Um, or maybe Doctor Strange just needs her help. You know, this is a classic, this is a classic uh, Justice League, the animated series, a uh, little team-up thing. Okay, so, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone else is busy, but the Flash is yeah. here. The, we got the Flash for this episode, yeah. Good thing Captain Cold and uh, Gorilla Grodd are this episode. Like, <laughs> that's that's so accurate. Oh my god! This was like, or the Riddler um, and whatever. Like, just a random pairing. So with more with uh, Wanda there at the end, she hears her kids, mm-hmm. Billy and Tommy. Yeah. Aka Wiccan and F- Speed. Speed. Okay, yeah. I can call him Flash. I'm like, that's not his name. Uh, <laughs> Wiccan and Speed. So she hears her kids. Mm-hmm. Are her kids real? Are they alive? Do you think that's the multiverse? Well, just go in, man. Go in. This is your time to shine. Um, yeah, so I thought that they were going to do something clever at the end of the show where her kids were going to s- survive somehow. Um, 
I, that was before in episode eight, we learned about her literally creating everything. So in my mind, I'm like, oh, okay, well, her kids will be able to survive because didn't she technically give birth to them? Like, you know, that was my logic. But then we, then we uh, learned that she basically created everything. So it doesn't really work like that. But we heard her kids' voices at the end. And I was like, ha, I knew it. I knew that her kids are going to survive. Um, but I'm curious to see how. Is it the multiverse? When they go uh, jumping around the multiverse in Doctor Strange 2, is there going to be a multiverse or her kids are real? I mean, cra- I mean, cr- crazy potential theories. Um, but I, I just think, I mean, I think her kids have a lot of potential in future MCU stuff. Like Young Avengers is something they're definitely setting up. <laughs> like oh, they yeah. have like a huge, they already have like a ton of confirmed members of the Young Avengers that will be showing up. So they're definitely going to do Young Avengers. Spoiler alert. Um, and they, and then they're, uh, Billy and Tommy are big characters in, in that. So um, I'm actually really excited about that. I think that's a really cool way to end that post-credit scene. Gosh, Marvel really just having like eaten DC's cake here, dude. <laughs> Imagine like have a young Avengers movie and like all of a sudden just every grown man and woman in America is going to see like 14-year-old kids go and kick some butt. Like, that's what we yeah, do with this- Shazam. Come on. That's exactly what it was, Shazam, right? <laughs> but it's, it's like 14-year-olds plus Zachary Levi. Um, <laughs> exactly. Who's basically a 14-year-old in the movie. Uh, so anyway. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man. All right. So uh, I think the, in, the end credits was interesting. It, like we said, it wasn't a giant cliffhanger. It wasn't this like, oh, I need this to happen. I, like, this is amazing. We have to go see Doctor Strange 2 right now. But I'm excited. She's yeah. powerful. She's too powerful. <laughs> and that's going to probably catch up and get to her pretty quick here. So Yeah, be interesting, definitely. I am interested to see what they do in the next Avengers in general because uh, we, we do have to kind of build towards something, right? Mm-hmm. That's, I guess, a, a big question that we have is we have to build towards something. What is that we're building up towards? And I don't personally know. I know you like the idea of a massive secret invasion, uh, but... That's years away. That is not even close to happening. That is no, years I would away. think that's what are we twenty twenty one away probably five. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I just more yeah, than that. Know, I, like that's probably a twenty twenty eight thing that we're like thinking about, like very far down the road. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. By the way, it's I am curious when the new Avengers movie is coming out because it's been three years now, uh, mm-hmm. or two years rather. So since Endgame, right? Uh, I would anticipate maybe another three years from now. I think they're definitely going to take their time. With this, with the next one, I, I I think they just have a lot of different stories that they need to get to before they do Avengers, another Avengers Which movie. Which I'm proud of Marvel uh, for being like, hey, we, we know the money's there. We know we can make it whenever we don't have we any want. pressure to do an Avengers movie. I feel like in yeah. phase one, they were like, we need to get to Avengers really fast. <laughs> like, we need to. Yeah. like Because that's yeah. what makes money. But like now I feel like they're like, shoot, if people will watch a show about a literal robot and a witch, we can make sell them anything. They will watch anything. So. Last last question for you because I mean we've basically tackled everything. Wandavision ten out of ten, loved it, definitely recommend. But Brendan, Brendan, would you pay fifty dollars to watch Black Widow on Disney Plus? <laughs> I'm really happy you said fifty dollars. Um, oh God, would I? I mean, it depends on if California is open. The a good thing that happened just just happened for California. We are allowed to open theme parks and concerts. And stadium like sports events again, okay. bravo! As if like other that. states weren't doing that in July. Um, we're almost a year. We're in. so close. Yeah. So maybe by May, I mean we'll be able to see in a theater. But uh, 
my I, mean, I I probably would pay fifty dollars. Okay, Jesse Blackwood. Okay. Right. <laughs> to answer your question, yeah, I would. I don't know if I would. <laughs> I, I I've debated this, and I think I'd have to. Sp- I, if it's fifty dollars, I'd have to go somewhere and watch it with like. Three, <laughs> it it people, would have so. to be the movie would have to have an eighty percent at least. Yeah, I'm with it. Yeah, anything <laughs> below because Captain Marvel's yeah. at like seventy six or five or something. Where it's just exactly. like, "Where's Nathaniel? Come here, Nathaniel. <laughs> Give me the number." He's like seventy nine point six. Thank you. <laughs> oh man. Um, all right. Well, that's it. Uh, next, I guess next thing we have going on and is with Marvel is Captain Win- or Falcon Winter Soldier. So we're going to be right back at this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we really are not going anywhere. So. Mm-hmm. Which is great. I mean, I, I love I love just having all this awesome content that we can just discuss and talk about. Uh, Definitely. So yeah, Brendan, thank you. Thanks for like uh, that was good. It was a good show. <laughs> it was a good show. I I'm really I'm really into Marvel again. It's been I, I missed it. I didn't realize how much I missed Marvel. Uh, yeah. I, Star Wars was kind of consuming my life there. <laughs> I we had two straight seasons of The Mandalorian in between anything Marvel. Like you know, it was kind of crazy. Yeah, and then we got a god awful Birds of Prey movie in between all of it. Um, I always forget about it. like that because <gasps> yeah. I was about to say DC didn't have oh wait oh yeah the god yeah they they um, did which if you guys look on Rotten Tomatoes of that movie it is hysterical like it is hysterical <laughs> I mean I think the first Hunger Games in that have like the almost identical scores <laughs> on Rotten Tomatoes and I'm like. Yeah, go watch Hunger Games. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, I don't think that's yeah. really a comparison that we should be making, but okay. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> think it's, yeah. And, like, the argument behind it's like, well, if men can make bad movies, women should too. And you're like, that doesn't mean it's a fresh movie or a good yeah. movie. Yeah, that's... Exactly. Uh, anyway, but with that being <laughs> said, uh, it's nice having Marvel because, I mean, the quality's always there, the content's always there, and they always deliver. So yeah, really really not, not deliver. So, uh, Brendan, thanks so much, bud. Uh, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. And then, uh, next week, like I said, we have Batman V Superman, baby. Yeah. I am super know, pumped for that. I made a mistake. I think I asked Carson to jump on this episode and I think he was not available. And I think he would have wanted to, maybe we see if he wants to do, uh, Batman. You v know, Superman. I'm very excited for Carson potentially being on the Batman V Superman thing yeah. because I need, I mean, Carson is a, <laughs> he has a lot of opinions about the DC movies, um, from what I remember. <laughs> yeah, he's, so, he's, a, he's a noted skeptic. Uh, skeptic yeah, he's a noted so. DC hater. I mean, we're all a little bit of haters on DC. We we give him crap, but uh, they they do it to themselves. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can't count on one hand how many times I've made fun of like uh, Marvel, and then you see DC, and it's like, well, Warner has made Crimes of Grindelwald. So. <laughs> <laughs> what did we really expect? <laughs> I mean, they were like, this is going to be a hit. And oh, like, man. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it's going to be a hit. And maybe it's going to be a hit with the children oh, man. somewhere. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah. All right, man. Well, thank you guys. Uh, thank you so much for listening to Off Script. Uh, we will catch you guys on the flippity, flippity flop. Quote Michael Scott. So. <laughs> See you guys then. Yeah. <laughs>